right into the danger zone. Well, for anyone that's watching on YouTube, you could have uh, avoided my rendition of, I forgot even sings that, but the Danger Zone song from Top Gun. And uh, you guys can watch this on BitChute and Odyssey, obviously timandjohnshow.com. Uh, sign up there for the email updates. But the Danger Zone, uh, no, it's not referring to the uh, Golden Corral fight that happened the other day. Beef over a piece of steak turns into this huge brawl involving 40 people at a Golden Corral in Pennsylvania. This cell phone video shows punches being thrown, chairs being tossed around. Witnesses say the mayhem began when a man got upset because the person in line behind him got his steak first. The kitchen staff tried to explain why one steak can take longer to cook than another. The man didn't get it. And this was the result. You know, part of the reason that I segue into this is, I mean, just imagine what is going to happen when there are actual food shortages, when, you know, all of a sudden, you know, the supply chain breaks down further or massive inflation. We've got stories where seven out of 10 Americans already today are living paycheck to paycheck. So what happens when the government, uh, you know, shuts things down again, or there's some other black swan that happens and all of a sudden, uh, you know, people are going hungry. And so, I mean, at this point, at this stage of the game, uh, you know, I would absolutely recommend getting food, you know, just anything on hand. Uh, I'm not making any money from this, but you can go to Josh Sigerson's whamsurvival.com and I think he has different promo codes there, or actually just go there, I believe you just sign up and he gets some credit for that. So you get to help fund alternative media and you get to feed yourself in the event that they start, uh, you know, pulling something. And, you know, if you're, if you're at this stage of the game and you can't, you know, if you're going to be a liability wherever you go, I mean, you show up to some place and you've got, you know, months worth of food or, you know, six months worth of food. I mean, then you are an asset to the community. You're not going to be a liability. Because if you show up and you got no skills, got no food, got no weapons, uh, you know, you better be making up for it in something. So, uh, you know, it's at this point of the game, you know, I'll say right now, it's absolutely retarded to not have food. And if you're offended by that, then, you know, hopefully you use this opportunity to get unoffended and to actually not act like a retard and get some food. Because at this point, uh, you know, I, I can't imagine anyone that's watching me or has watched my videos for any length of time would actually, you know, be in a position where they didn't have any sort of food. And we're not talking like three days. I mean, you should definitely have one to three months, a great time for the leaf blower to go on right behind me. But, you know, definitely at this stage of the game, you'd be absolutely nuts. But what am I referring to when I refer to the danger zone? I'm referring to the 10-year treasury. Right now, or earlier, last time I checked, it was 1.93%. I have talked about the danger zone is once we get over 2%. And it doesn't mean like the second we get the 2% at all, you know, hell starts breaking loose or anything. But what it does mean is that that's the time to start watching your back as I'm you know, over here watching my back. Uh, luckily, the crazy guy in my neighborhood that attacked uh, Josh Sigerson and I last year, almost exactly a year ago today, uh, it might actually be a year ago today, uh, he no longer lives here, so at least I don't have to worry about that. But anyways, we are rapidly approaching 2%. We're right there. Might even be at 2% by the time, uh, you know, this ends up coming out. And really, when people talk about the stock market, they talk about the crypto markets, talk about financial markets, and, and usually when we talk about crashes, it would be a crash in the stock market. Well, really, the stock market is driven by the debt market. And right now we've got a hyper debt bubble. There's essentially no way for the Federal Reserve to ever really back themselves out of this. But to some extent, 
Uh, you know, I, I think I have used language before that the Fed is, you know, trapped from the essence of, you know, being at the inflection point now where they have to raise rates. But the thing is, I mean, the last, essentially the last 14 years, whenever the Federal Reserve said that they're going to uh, raise rates, they had inflation at zero. Well, now they have stayed an inflation rate that's 300% higher than what uh, they deemed that it should be at 2%. I mean, now it's at 7%. Obviously, we know it's much, much higher than that. And they are trapped. However, you know, if they're forced to raise rates, which will probably raise rates in March, and then I would then expect, you know, probably the stock market maybe, maybe to actually even go up on that. But then eventually, you know, maybe they've got to raise it again in, in June or July, and they're really reluctant to do so, but inflation still isn't where they need it to be. And then at that point, I'd expect the market, especially if they're pressing in two more rate hikes, to, you know, basically get to the point where they're going to try to find the Fed put. And what I mean by that is how much the stock market will go down before the Federal Reserve eventually has to acquiesce. And uh, I don't know, I mean, I would say it's like in the 20 to 40% range, which, uh, you know, is a lot, but eventually in the grand scheme of things, you know, if they then take their balance sheet, right now it's 8.9, I think it's 8.89 trillion, basically right underneath 9 trillion. So uh, actually we're going on a little tunnel right now, so hopefully you guys can see. So right now, you know, last time they said they were going to get to zero, they got down to 3.8 trillion, and now, you know, they're practically at nine. So this time they're not saying, they're not even pretending they can get to zero this time. They just use very vague language saying they want to, you know, get it to an appropriate level. Well, I mean, that's, you know, obviously very nebulous and can mean anything. So they wanted to say that so that way they're not backing themselves into a corner. But even if they are raising rates and asset prices are going down and then they have, they find some sort of black swan to, uh, keep printing money again well then what is going to happen is uh now they get to start buying more assets on the cheap they get to consolidate even more they get to have a private bank being the fed create money out of thin air and buy more actual real assets and real estate i mean they are the largest owner of mortgages in the country because we live in this fascistic type of system and you know what people need to realize is that the fed to some extent, even though they're trapped, printing money and getting people into debt is ultimately their end game. And that's what they're there for. And that's what they're gonna keep doing. And it actually will end up, uh, you know, in some strange way, actually benefiting them. It just comes down to, you know, how much of the you know, real economy is gonna you know, suffer when this all comes to a headwind. And if people will, you know, correctly identify what the actual problem is and not just try to, you know, blame, you know whoever you know blame white people or blame the easter bunny or blame uh you know capitalism you know that's i'm sure one of the things that will more than likely to get get the blame but you know when all this goes down i mean they are in a system where ultimately they're going to choose inflation over deflation they're going to choose inflation over having the stock market be in a period of you know 10 12 13 years of no return and, and there have been several periods like the early 1900s there was a period where uh, I think it was like 50, 50, I think it was 52 years where the stock market uh, had a 0% return. Uh, there was another time period where uh, I think in the late 60s, there was like a 26 period year period where the S&P 500, not including dividends, didn't have a return. And then, uh, then there was a 13 year period after the dot-com bubble where there was uh, no return in the market. And uh, it's weird, I guess all these were all like half as much as the one before. 
So maybe this one's like seven and a half years and it brings us to uh, 2030, which for those of you who are very close to retirement, uh, a lot of you don't have, uh, you know, basically seven years to have your money get back to zero. So, uh, you know, that, that's something called sequence of return risk, which is the notion that the order of your returns is more important than the average of your returns once you're starting to take money uh, and you're in the distribution phase of retirement. And, you know, that could be something that wallops people and some people are, you know, they try to be safe and I'm here in uh, air quotes here, you know, they want to be safe and they'll be in bonds. Well, you're in a 10 year bond, rates go up 1%. Uh, you got a million bucks, now your million bucks is now $900,000 and you're getting paid your piddly, I guess now it'd be $19,300 of interest off of that. And then once you, you know, you'll have to wait 10 years to get your million dollars back. But by then, you know, if you've got, you know, 10 years of runaway inflation, not even runaway inflation, you have, you know, 10 years of, uh, of, uh, you know, 10% inflation and you've already lost, you know, about 150% of your purchasing power, uh, you know, at that point, or basically everything would cost, you know, two and a half times as much, I think is what I meant to say. Um, they're just doing this off the top of my head, but essentially there's something called the rule of 72. So you just take the interest rate, uh, divide up, and then divide that by 72. Uh, so at 10%, it would be every 7.2 years, everything would double at that rate. And obviously, with people on fixed incomes, they're not going to be able to afford that. With seven out of 10 Americans already at this stage, with most Americans probably not having any food supplies, with people beating the shit out of each other at the Golden Corral. Uh, I mean, I don't really have a lot of faith in humanity. And it's probably one of the main reasons why you want to own a gun. And it's not to have some all-out civil war. It's not to have some sort of January 6th insurrection. It's to stop people from taking your stuff when you have stuff. And then the zombie hordes come and break things down because the Federal Reserve and the federal government and the globalists have all you know, essentially ruined everything. And so, I mean, this is the danger zone for for several different reasons. I mean, obviously we've got, you know, jabs going on with... You know, there's a lot of data that has been, you know, coming out. And I believe Pfizer just recently, and I don't have this in my notes. Brought to you by I saw Pfizer. Pfizer, they added some language to their, uh, you know, some of the, I don't know if it's like a shareholder prospectus or there was some sort of investor uh, briefing where basically the language is something to the effect of, you know, results from preclinical and clinical trials that becomes public could, you know, have adverse effects on basically our, uh, our sales. So, you know, you guys did see where they, there was a FOIA request to get the the, uh, the data that the CDC used or the FDA used. And they said, oh, we'll get back to you in, uh, I think it was like 55 years. And then they actually then said, oh, no, it's going to be like 75 years. So, I mean, to go from one clown show to another. Uh, and then now I think there was another judge that overturned that. And I, I forgot where we stand now. But they are slowly dripping this information out. And even like what has already come about from this has already been you know pretty pretty bombshell uh, but you know one more thing i guess with the stock market because i was you know jumping around here is that when it comes to the the bond market uh you know as if the rates start getting you know more and more out of control then you know essentially then that would be very bad news for the stock market but i do expect the fed to then at some point you know start printing Again, I mean, they haven't even, I shouldn't say again, they haven't even stopped. I mean, they're supposed to stop next month. And then, you know, I have seen reports where if you take a look at like the long-term bullish trend line, and, uh, you know, we'll start to see if we can get this article up on screen right now. But essentially, you would need a 61.8% retracement in the market in order for you to break the bullish line. Now, in the area of QE and uh, printing money, 
you know who knows if uh you know that will end up happening again because everything is just gamed and rigged seven ways to sunday but you know there's lots of ways and things people can do to protect themselves uh, i did probably give what i would deem to be the most important client webinar i've ever given about uh two and a half weeks ago and i'm thinking about making that available to my email subscribers and i'll, I'll back out like the client questions and stuff like that but you know if you guys want to eat want to uh get in and that go to timandjohnshow.com sign up for the email list and uh you know probably sometime in the next week or two i will be releasing that and you know there was some timely stuff in there i mean i actually did mention uh again not investment advice here but i did mention pirate chain i think when it was like 68 cents and saying hey you know super dangerous could go to zero or um you know eventually go potentially higher uh but this you know is is a level that I really like right now and i think today it's like dollar 11. it actually shot up like 11 cents just from this morning which was uh you know about i guess that'd be like 11 cent or 11 percent then so but you know but privacy coins and you know i don't want to touch too much on privacy coins and crypto on this video i'll have another video that i'm going to actually shoot right after this it's going to touch more on crypto and actually going to address a client question who uh the question was something i don't have these notes right in front of me it's in another pocket but it was something along the lines of uh you know this client thinks that there could be something evil afoot into crypto or to bitcoin and then wants to know about the recent craig wright case and my thoughts on that and, and i think you know that's a subject that i could talk about for a while so i'll make a whole separate video on that because i know not everybody cares uh you know on this type of uh economic video necessarily cares about uh crypto markets uh just there's a few more things you know it's basically you know when it comes to the stock market you know we talked about the bond market which then is also a function of the federal reserve put and how low they're willing to have the market go before they you know in air quotes you know help out aka buy more assets and start owning more of the world and eventually leaving us homeless on the continent our forefathers conquered like uh i can never remember if it was benjamin franklin or thomas jefferson on this but uh you know his quote was if we ever allow private central banks to issue the currency and credit of our nation first by inflation then by deflation we'll end up homeless on the continent our forefathers conquered and so i mean this has always been the struggle it's always been it's always been the struggle historically um you know alexander hamilton was the was the bag man for the globalists and the Rothschild family and that's why he's you know deified today i got some some kids who are yelling out there in the, the background but anyways we'll uh, we'll get to uh the other video but make sure you guys sign up for the email list below make sure if you're watching this on youtube you you know you subscribe to us in other places because who knows how much longer we'll be here uh obviously you know this information should be reaching a lot more people than you know whatever the, like the stat counter says on on youtube these days but if you guys want to share with other people um you know i'd greatly appreciate that at the end of the day it's not about me it's about getting the information out and you know trying to stop as much of this from happening obviously i've not done a good enough job because everything has just been getting worse since i've been trying to warn everybody for the past like 12 13 years but uh you know kind of gallows humor smile put on there anyways ramble at this point thank you guys so much tim and yoshi we will talk to you guys later